Jason Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Today, chaos on the roads as somebody, possibly someone from a rival show, mm. attempts to assassinate mm. our producer. Full ugly details in a moment. Bondi Beach joins the National Heritage Listing. What exactly did KFED do to convince that judge he's a responsible parent? Put some pants on. We find out how old the Fonz really is. It's time to take a crack at the Aussie flag. Oh, that's always a crowd pleaser. When is a piece of pie not just dessert? What songs have you requested our panel operator perform live and a cappella? Marslin's TV credits uncovered. And in the second hour, Guzzy Sampson is here. Your chance to take him on in the Get This Name Drop Challenge. At night, Tony wakes up with the sheets soaking wet with oh. a freight train running through the middle of his head. Oh, I've sung that one before. No, you haven't. I'm sure I have. It's all coming up on the most informed show on radio, Get This. That's as silly as saying that an advertisement for Pizza Hut isn't about trying to get you to buy and eat pizza. OK, we won't say that then. Do we get a pizza? <laughs> Joe Hockey wants one. Let's get this. Round the Nation on Triple M. Thank you very much. Let's go to bed. That's the cure around the nation on Triple M. Welcome to Get This for another afternoon. Don't worry. Maddie D is back. Thank goodness. Great. Our full selection of sound effects and annoying noises has been restored. It's me, Tony Martin. <laughs> what have you got for Ed Cavalli? Oh, fantastic. Oh, thank you. Very nice. I tell you what, Richard. Just for yourself. Oh, there they Push go. all the buttons at once for Richard Marslin. <laughs> yeah, okay. Someone's willing you up the Pyrenees, Rich. <laughs> and we'll be back with more in a moment <laughs> on Get This. No. Welcome back, Maddie. Wow. Danke, danke, danke. Uh, just as Matt Dower returns from his mission of mercy, mm-hmm. whatever that was. 24 hours off. Yeah. Self-ish. I hear he's um, <laughs> setting up a concert, some sort of heavy metal concert that's going to be live on his MySpace. Really? Stinkfister involved. Good to hear. Okay, full details later. Most precious blood. Someone tried to assassinate our producer. That's what I'm leading to. Unbelievable. This occurred at an intersection out the front of uh, Triple M in Melbourne, mm. where she was yesterday. Mm. Turn on your mic, Nikki. Uh, tell us what happened. You're sitting in your car at the intersection. Yep, just waiting at the lights. Yeah. Um, listening to a bit of Flight of the Concords. Okay. Oh, very nice. Right. Yeah, yeah, nice. Tim Rogers, great. Good job, yep. And, yeah, a car came flying around towards me and sideswiped me. Sideswiped you? Mm. And didn't stop? Didn't stop, kept going. They're doing at least 80, I reckon. And it was like a Dodgem car. And Off how, the side of the car, on, gone. Was it, was it an actual Dodgem car, though? Or were they driving a real car? <laughs> I think they're in a real car. Okay, good. That's a good thing to know straight away. Okay, now, you didn't get a number, a no. l- licence plate. No. Okay. Did you spot the logo of any rival radio station on the <laughs> offending vehicle? There were stickers. There were definitely oh, stickers. Yeah, there were stickers. Oh, yeah, there were stickers. Stickers, stickers, stickers. Okay, so... Did you get a look at the culprit, the driver? No, I, I totally... It was so fast, and then they were gone, and, you know... I turned around going, oh, i better go and get their details. Did mm. you turn to find them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. See you later. <laughs> and no one stopped to help you? I mean, you're a pregnant lady. Yes, no, no. The traffic just continued on as though it hadn't happened. Really? Okay, so you've gone to the cops? Called them. And what have they done? Uh, They've can't... contacted Chloe and got the schematics of every exactly. building in Melbourne. <laughs> well, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, yeah. nothing. Because no. are there cameras at the intersection? Could they? There's traffic cameras, surely. Surely. That's where world's wider, wildest... 
pole slamming is yeah, getting all their footage from. It's in the Bourne Ultimatum. There's cameras everywhere. Apparently. Satellites. I'll probably end up on TV before anyone contacts yeah, me. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so Bob Saget doing a voiceover. Is it time to put on the three investigators' hats oh, today, guys? Uh, 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 Bags, the guy that works all the gadgets. Uh, Bob Andrews. <laughs> That's him. Records and research. Yeah. That makes me Jupiter Jones. Yeah. Okay. Check these records. See if we can do what the cops can't track down the culprit. Well, I know someone who's done exactly this, Nikki, so it does work. Yeah. A girl I, uh, I used to go out with. Yeah, used uh, to. Mm. Is that a segment? No, it's not a segment. Is it something you said on the show? No, it was before the show. Was it a photo that appeared in the paper? It was none of those things. It ended very amicably. We're still friends. Sure, okay. Certainly a two-hour show. Okay. Okay, anyway, uh, this happened to her. Her car got hit out the front of her house, and she noticed a little bit of flecks of red paint. Oh, flecks of red paint. Flecks of red paint. And so she thought, all right, uh, I bet there's red cars around here that's got some damage. She drove around, and she thought she saw a car that had some damage. She Mm. followed it to the local high school. And she thought, hang on a second, there must be a, it must be a student. Yep, yep, yep. So she went to the office and she said, who drives that red car? And they told her and she went and busted their ass. And it was them? It was them. It was actually Angela Lansbury I was dating, so there you have it. <laughs> busted. Okay, so flecks of paint, Nikki. Are there flecks of paint on the side of your car? Yes, blue. Blue. Oh, Is it okay. light blue or okay. dark blue? Light blue. Would you light. say it was metallic? Yes. Okay, metallic blue. And did you did it hit your car on its right side or its left yes, side? Yes, so my driver's side to their driver's side. Okay, now Nikki... So it's going to be damaged driver's side. And Nikki drives a monster truck, so it's going to be <laughs> going to be quite a tall car as well. So we're looking for a light blue car yep. with damage on the driver's side sort of door area? Yeah, I reckon, yeah, the driver's side door down to the driver's passenger side. Okay, okay. everyone listening. If you spot a light blue car, go and check it. If it's next door neighbours, mm. chance to dob them in. Mm. Time for some vigilante justice. Fantastic. What do they win, Tone? <laughs> Dean Guy's new album. <laughs> we'll think of something good. Okay, great. And what do they do? Uh, call, obviously, you can't call the cops. No, because they'll, they'll, they'll be inundated. <laughs> oh, um, the Dean Guy CD. Yeah, listen, I've seen Steven Seagal's <laughs> latest movie in that. <laughs> Who is this? So call uh, Cecilia one triple three five three. Yeah, and we'll corral all the information. Oh, and I'll maybe put, I'll, I'll put it in the database. By the end of today's show, we'll see somebody finally in the Get This Wicker Man. Oh. <laughs> it's all coming up right here on Triple M. Thanks for the memories, Fallout Boy here at Get This on Triple M. Broadcasting in your town, if you're listening to it, I think you'll find. There you go. Uh, we're going to get back to the crime desk in a moment. Uh, Cecilia is fielding calls. Wow. Many of them authentic. But uh, the big news, obviously, it's, well, Britney Spears. I know we're talking about Oh, how, oh hey, Britney. Yeah. Now, look, the theory in the women's mags was that she wanted to lose the kids. Yep. They're tired. They're holding their back. They're no fun. They, can, they can't hold their booze. So she, she can't stay out late. Deliberately banging all that on mm-hmm. so that... K-Fed would take them off her hands. Yeah, bad luck, son. Listen to this. Spears uh, took her sons to the drive through window of a fast food restaurant before handing them over to Federline's bodyguards ahead of time soon after noon on Monday. So she hasn't even kept until the deadline. She's just gone, great, it's gone through the course. Oh. Get in there as quick, smart, and uh, just take them through the drive through That's a bit of parenting right there. She's tried to swap them for a cheeseburger. <laughs> They've gone, no, they're your kids. So she's like, oh, I better hand them over then. Judge Commissioner Gordon, that's actually him, uh, described, um, oh, these are the words he used. Listen to this. Habitual, frequent, and continuous user of controlled substances and alcohol. And that's the father who he's giving the kids to. (laughs) It's the best of a bad lot. (laughs) Can't even read out his description of Britney. But for incisive coverage, I thought I'd uh, tune into today, tonight on the 7th. You haven't been watching it, Tony. Haven't watched it for about two months. 
and you just choose one at random and you immediately strike gold. Yeah. Can but I just say very quickly, Tone, you are looking incredibly Barton Fink today. <laughs> the uh, hair, the oh, font really? is absolutely <laughs> ginormous. Yeah. Never mind. Keep in mind that my hair is uh, 65% ear. <laughs> It's one of show business's most skillfully maintained illusions. <laughs> anyway, so you're watching today tonight. It used to be Noel Crombie. And now it's you. Now it's like a profiterol. <laughs> uh, but here's what we're doing. Um, we're watching today tonight. I'm thinking, you know, Anna Corrin gets up on the high horse. Well, Matt, she's, you can hardly see her. You can only see the soles of her feet and the, the undercarriage of her horse. The trouble is I don't think she has anything to do with the editing of the segments or the no, filming. No, I would say not. So, so she's up on the high horse and yeah. then there's just a lot of blokes who I imagine look like the uh, editor from Frontline. I you know that bloke. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> just trying to get as many tits into the stories as possible. <laughs> so Anna Corrin's up on the high horse about protecting the kids yeah, and, yes. you know, it's mm. a custody battle Morality. and there's, our children are in danger. Yes. And then you cut to the story and it's an interview with the bodyguard, Brittany's bodyguard. That's right, yeah. And they cut to the story and the first thing you see is Brittany lolling about in her underpants. Did you see Brittany walking around naked? I've seen her nude. I've seen her totally nude. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Straight to business. Yep. Straight to business. And now who is this bloke? He's the bodyguard. So who would have employed him? Britney. Britney. Britney Spears would have employed the bodyguard. Yeah. Sure. Let's just make sure that that's actually true. Let's hear that. I came into Britney's life working for her uh, right after rehab. Right. So he's working for Britney Spears. Yeah. But in the very next sentence, the Today Tonight voiceover says. In an interview with an American entertainment program, Tony revealed that his employee was far from stable. And the courts agreed. <laughs> his employee. So Britney's working for him now. Oh, right. So no, the bodyguard has employed Brittany. I didn't even get that bit. Of course you didn't, because you were watching the tits. I was. <laughs> I was imagining them. <laughs> so that's how they go, oh, that's wrong. It doesn't matter, though. People will be dazzled by the derps. I, I was, because the music said norks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. The music said tail, and that's where I was. This is like one of our flagship current affairs shows. The flagship? How dare you? So the bodyguard, I'm picturing the auditions he's had for Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> now, how heavy are you? Now, when I say controlled substances, how controlled are we talking? I mean, am I going to have to carry or are you just going to be leaning on me? Uh, in case you've just tuned in, uh, someone sideswiped our producer mm. at an intersection in Melbourne yesterday and then did a runner. And, uh, of course, as soon as the car hit the side of Nikki's vehicle, mm. she was heard to say... Your time is up! No, no, it's Brian not Boyd's it. Done. No, that's Brian Boyd. Mm. Okay. We're going to have to go and listen to the black box yeah. recording. Although, th th what have you got there? The other thing. Just, nah, let's go to a song. Here, get this. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up who was singing free balling along to that. That was uh, Tom Petty around the nation on Triple M. The program is Get This. Mm -hmm. uh, what political news do we have today? I'll listen to this in The Australian. A Labor government would make the removal of legal discrimination against gays and lesbians one of its first orders of business. That's a bit gay. <laughs> Said the spokesman. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, yeah, listen to this. This is causing trouble over in Perth. New Zealand Prime Minister Helen Clark is calling for the Union Jack to be stripped from the New Zealand flag, and now people oh, are starting right. to say we should go the same way here. Yeah, yeah. So what is that about? It's sort of like, you know... Finally, the flag has to move out of its parents' house, is really what that's about. Right, move into it? a share house. It's just be a milk crate in the corner. Get its own flag. <laughs> Do your own washing. It's time to get rid of the chaperone in the corner, isn't that it? Really? really right.
Okay, we'll be talking about that later because mm. nothing gets people uh, fired up on yeah. the phones on like the radio. Flag waving. Like flag tour. Oh, <laughs> What's it called? The, the, the study of flags? <laughs> not cartography. That's maps, isn't That's it? That's maps. Don't yeah. know. It's, it's not flagography. Top- it's not topography. <laughs> I love it. it must it's be not tobogganing. Flagography. <laughs> It's spelunking, I think. No, oh, that's, that's it. That's caving, actually. How about this tone? <laughs> Speaking of Australia and its national uh, icons, yeah. Bondi Beach apparently is in line to be part of the National Heritage Listing. Is it really? Environment Minister Malcolm Turnbull said recently it's one of 30 sites up for uh, the list. Mm-hmm. The ruling will hopefully mean the beach's pristine nature will be preserved. If, Bond- if Bondi Beach does make the list, it will mean that backpackers won't be able to spew on it unless they have a permit. And right. drunken couples... <laughs> trying to have sex on it will have to prove it's in the national interest before they'll be allowed. I'm for that. Which is nice. Yeah, that's great. Very good. How about that car park? That car park oh, must be important. Isn't it beautiful? For it to be so close to the beach. <laughs> isn't it beautiful? It's great. Lawn, car park, beach. Yeah. That's the way to design Mackers. things. Yeah. Right. It's great. It's ever since that record-breaking bikini attempt the other day. Suddenly everyone was, got to preserve that. Mm. <laughs> Could happen again. <laughs> Here's your seven wonders. Uh, what have we got here? Oh, look. Dancing with the Stars last night. Did yes. you guys oh, see nice. it? <laughs> no. no. Jessica Rose on board, isn't she? I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, J-Ro. J-Ro. Okay. Uh, Ando. Aunt Ado. Ado. <laughs> there we go. And Deso hosting. So oh, how's things going? Deso. I just tuned in. Deso horny. Because uh, <laughs> Kath and Kel were dancing. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Kath and Kim yeah. on Dancing with the Stars. Looked amazing. And how was that the other day when Glenn oh, Robbins was on yeah, the show? I didn't think of this. And we just said to him live on air, oh, why don't you go on Dancing with the Stars? And he just glammed up. Mm. And it was like an alarm had gone off. He's going, da, 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 da. because in fact that had been uh, set up for That's weeks. Where he was going. And was top secret. And just you can only just hear a bit of Glenn's reaction when we said that the other day. Check this out. But you're on the Seven Network now, the home of dancing. Uh, surely that... Oh, I must have I'm asked Sorry, am I... A hundred times. I'm getting the feeling that I shouldn't have said that. Oh, oh you're yeah. going to be coming up on Dancing with the Stars. Or maybe you're going to be on... What was that thing last week? Dancing with the Deals. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the one. Dancing the Deal thing. That's me. With the boxes and O'Keefe. Publicists banging on the window. <laughs> Don't give it away. Spectacular work, though. Good work, Tom. Well, well, uh, well predicted. Beautiful outfits. Anything else you'd like to predict now? How many predictions in two years of this show? It's been good. We predicted that Richard Carter would be cast as Bradley John Murdoch. Bank done in that film. In the bank. That's in the bank. We predicted that Kath and Kel would dance on Dancing with the Stars. There was a third that's, one. We had um, a beauty. Uh, Jesus returning. Oh, yeah. Late yeah. October. Yeah. I think that's been slated in. They're still working out the Spring sponsorship. Spring carnival. So that the signage is a problem, apparently. <laughs> Crucif- speaking of crucifixion, yes. mm. Matty D told me uh, that he was watching the grand final, the AFL grand final oh, yes. of the weekend. Uh, I think Geelong might have won that. Do you tell Oh, me? sorry. <laughs> I should have given a spoiler alert well, in case people have taped it and haven't watched it back yet. <laughs> You're right, Tone. Geelong did win. And our... You know, footballer of the year, Steve Johnston. Steve Johnson, the sunscreen man. He won the some medal, did he? Best on ground. Oh yeah, he got the, the Norm, Norm Smith, Smith medal. Norm Smith. Smith. Yeah, he was the best player on the ground. And apparently, in the footage, you know, the the sort of lead up to the game oh, itself, yeah, the opening montage, all that business. Yeah, yeah. They went past him and they said, "Oh, that man has been crucified in the media because of uh, you know his sunscreen sculling incident." Yeah, that's true. Hmm. But. As far as I know, we're the only people who talked about it. I can't recall anyone else until he's got a Tarnoff incident trying to clean his medal. Um, you know, we haven't really talked about Steve Johnson no, apart from that incident. So did all our jokes about uh, him wearing a sunscreen moustache mm. and having a Factor 15 
inside, inside the body. Does that constitute a crucifixion? I think now? it does. <laughs> what power we wield. What power we wield. All right. There who's going to be nailed up next? <laughs> I'm Steve Johnson. No, I'm Steve Johnson. Look, factor 15. Leave him alone. Playing the best football of his career, now, I'm told. I, I do want to put it to the listeners today. A dovetail of don't do this. We're not up to the phone in bit yet. Oh, yeah, no, but just, just to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you ever, you know... Drunk sunscreen. Just had a crack, crack, you know. I wouldn't go doing it. No, No. don't do it. But if you, you know. If you want to give us the taste test. You just had a tipple. See how many chefs hats. Can you really taste the aloe vera? (laughs) Is it real? Banana boat daiquiri. (laughs) Is it in there? Okay, I think we need to find out how the phone is is going. We're trying to find out uh, if anyone's got any sort of amateur detective evidence on who sideswiped our producer. Hamilton. Find out how that's going next on Get This. Thank you very much. Kiss Chasey. Opinions won't keep you warm at night. I think you'll find it's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. And uh, we're brought to you by the Nissan Navara. Ute of the Year. Again. How's this? Our listeners have started because our Ute of the Year songs have been piss poor. I haven't understood a word of any of them. <laughs> no, I oh know. I think I mentioned Al Stewart yesterday. Yeah. Who remembers that? I don't know. Not me. I, I, I mentioned it. Al Stewart, Year of the Cat. Yeah. That was uh, my stepdad had three eight-track cartridges in his car in the 70s. Al Stewart, Year of the Cat, Cat Stevens, <laughs> T for the Tillerman. What was the third one? It's what would be another cat thing? Oh, what would it have been? Cat, cat people by? I think it was ELO. Oh, they didn't do any cat So songs. you don't know who any of those people are, do you? Cat Baloo. Who's that? <laughs> That's Lee Marvin. Oh, <laughs> oh, of course it is. Yeah, now I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, uh, we're brought to you by the Nissan Navara, and listen to this. Nathan Power has written a song. Oh, This is a song. Name. He yeah. wants Richard to sing this to the... T- uh, oh, look, it's Bloody Well Right by uh, Supertramp. You remember that one? Um, I only remember the chorus. Okay, we'll get this up for tomorrow. Yep. But these are the lyrics you'll be doing. This is beautiful work. Ute, ute, you bloody well ute. You know it's got ample grunt, hey. Bang. Ute, ute, yeah, ute of the year. You know it's got a China hutch too. The brilliant part is, then just after that, dot, 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 Narsland. <laughs> Narsland? That was, Narsland was the name you were using when you were panelling for ABC FM. We that's played right. graphic footage of that recently. Yeah, that's right. Well, thanks for it. So I'm going to get that up by tomorrow? Yeah, so yeah, take those lyrics, take work lyrics. on that. Going okay. And, and uh, maybe I'll, I'll do them in a Peter Cundall voice. Who knows? Ooh, as Peter Cundall. That'll be even yeah, more confusing. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, the Nissan Navara, we've eliminated the Ute of the Year from our inquiries because we're trying to find out who sideswiped our producer. She was just sitting at an intersection out front of Triple M in Melbourne yesterday. Yes. Now, in Melbourne, who do you call? Do you call uh, Vic Rhodes? Is that what they... They have Vic Rhodes in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I remember one time I accidentally called Nick Rhodes. Ridiculous. <laughs> Synthesizer player from Duran Duran at the side of the road. Couldn't help you. Trying to put some jumper leads. Ridiculous. Absurd. Not in the pants, man. The pirate pants are getting all oily. Don't call Nick Rhodes. <laughs> Apparently, the the front runner at the moment, a lot of calls saying it was Wiley Coyote on an Acme rocket. So thank Excellent. you very much yeah. for that. John has, he been, has been after Nicky for a while. John says the answer is obvious. It was Richard Marsland. That's fair enough. White anting your producer. <laughs> what? What colour is your car, Richard? It's a green one. Yeah, green. It's hard to tell. It's sort of greeny blue, isn't it? Yeah, it's a strange one. Yeah. Cess is taking so many calls out there, though. She's, the- she's unlocking ciphers like Zodiac. <laughs> should see her. She's huddled over a desk. That's right. This is a light blue car, and it's hit 
the side, the driver's side, driver's right. side to driver's side. So we're looking for a light blue car with damage on the driver's side mm-hmm. in Melbourne, obviously. Yeah. Could have fled interstate. Ooh. Once they found out Richard Marsden was on the table. Someone te- check the uh, the cafes in Athens. <laughs> <laughs> the car with a wig on. Uh, what else is going on? And while we're talking Marsland, people are very keen to find out how your impression of George Harrison is coming yeah, along. You've been promising is, it for yeah. months. Right, yep. Uh, well, George Harrison, I've it sort of dropped away because I was looking at some Peter Cundall grabs yeah. during the week. So Peter Cundall's coming along fine. Yeah, was I he would... in the Beatles by any chance? No. Well, I think did he he the do, sixth Beatle. Did some did all the gardening. <laughs> How would Peter Cundall say, sing a Beatles song? There you go. There's one for you. Love me do. How's that? <laughs> Love me do. You can't just do one line. Yeah, well, that's fine. Give us a bit more. I'm the walrus. A bit yeah. of that. I am the ape man. You are the egg man. I am the walrus. Okay. Do the cuckoo And now do Peter Cundall? Give us a cuckoo. You can do I'm the Walrus, not do cuckoo kachoo. Cuckoo kachoo. Very nice. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. I read so today bad. that Martin Scorsese, fresh <laughs> from his uh, triumph doing the Bob Dylan doco, that's a good one. He's doing the George Harrison story. I thought you were going to say the Peter Cundall story. Mm. He'll get to that. Yeah. Wow. So George Harrison. I'm thinking they'll need reenactments. You know, there'll be bits where he'll want to so reenact true. some of us. I think we might try and uh, edit Richard Marsland into some Beatles documentaries that I've been sitting on. Good on your tone. There's some sizzle for later in the week. Keep calling one triple three five three if you know who tried to assassinate our producer. Mm. In the meantime, let's get the listeners on board with that aforementioned dovetail next on Get This. There they are, you two with Gloria live in the studios here at Get This on Triple M. <laughs> it's very roomy in here. Wow. Uh, it's also the home of the Get This podcast. And Whoa, what are we up to, Tone? 132 has been up for a couple of days. That's got Richard at the UN. It's mm-hmm. got uh, the Phil Spector mistrial. Hey. Funky Junta. A uh, fair bit of mailbag work. If you're someone who sent us in a lot of clips and we played them and talked about you, read out your email on air mm. the other day when we upturned the mailbag, didn't hear it. Podcast 132 is for you. Ryan Shelton is in there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, My Chemical Knees Up. For those who, you know, think their emo needs to be a bit more cockney. So true. <laughs> and I think we're going to be replaying that in the next hour. Oh, for Outstanding. People mm. who don't, you know, give a toss about podcasting. <laughs> and where do you go? iTunes, of course. Triplem.com.au. Either one of those would work. Matty D is back on board today. Good on you, Matty. We're very happy. What's he got for Talkback Mountain? Travelled through time on Talkback Mountain. So many requests. That is the most requested one we've had. <laughs> That's brilliant. More yeah. than Star Wars. <laughs> I never thought the theremin could get creepier, but a bleating sheep yeah. in top flight, it's absolutely. It's a goat, it's, Richard. Wow. Stop Sorry, calling yeah, it a sheep. <laughs> it is a goat. Uh, now, why are we doing bludgeon today? Well, Tone, here's a reason for you. Yeah. I was reading an overseas newspaper. <laughs> mm, yeah. uh, and apparently in New York City, there are 757 teachers on the payroll Doing absolutely nothing. Why is that? Well, so sort of, you know, shifted here, shifted there. Oh, too many teachers at this school. Oh, not enough teachers at that school. Well, I don't want to go to that school. Well, I'll just kick back and, you know, eat some pie. Get some pay. not how it played out in Series 4 of The Wire. I know. That was some great school gear there. (laughs) Creepy. But anyway, so this is what we're talking about. This is some top-class bludging. Yeah, okay. I mean, this is a whole year's pay. For doing absolutely <laughs> nothing. And being quite proud about it as well. Go teach. Nah, what do I look like? Whoa, whoa. What's that? Is that what, did you, was that a cue? Wow. <laughs> no? 
You've got to be careful who I'm you point. I'm on the hair trigger. Don't, <laughs> you don't go pointing at people in a radio studio. This is amazing. Anything could happen. You're like Clint Eastwood in, in the so line of point, fire. You're doing it again. Oh, sorry. You're pointing at him again. <laughs> All right, today. You pointed him. He'll press something. Should we play it now then, Tone? Just set it up properly. Okay, uh, today we want to know. Uh, how? If you liked to uh... Bludge. There we go. <laughs> and you chose that because that was literally the song that was playing on Triple M this morning when you thought of this idea. You betcha. <laughs> so that's kind of a bludgeon itself, really, isn't and it? And I recorded it in the song. You, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Have a crack. Tone, you are the hardest working man no, I've ever met. That's another carefully maintained illusion. Okay. Uh well, look, I'm just terrified all the time that I'll have nothing to say on the radio and uh, often my fears are proved correct. Okay. So uh, I'm up all night uh, taping things off the Foxtel. I'm trying to think if I've been on the bludge. Mm. Uh, oh, when I started in radio back in the 1980s, mm. there was a fantastic new invention called the 12-inch extended mix. No, I now, see. this gave announcers chance to go the bludge because mm. you could just string four or five of them together. You could uh, pop out and see a movie. Fantastic. Uh, and there was one I remember the longest. What do you remember as the longest 12-inch extended, wow. Richard? Uh, well, some of those ones from the 80s were massive, like the ones that... Uh, well, some, some of those Paul Oakenfeld um, U2 ones, like uh, yeah. Lemon and what have you. Yeah, but... Like nah, 17 minutes. See, that's going right back to the 80s when it first started. Oh, oh, I don't know. Ian Skippen and Brisbane would confirm this one. Right by your side, by the Eurythmics. Jeez. Remember that song? Yeah. 12 minutes 50. Thanks very much. <laughs> That's how long the 12-inch extended mix went. Cool. And so as soon as that went on at about quarter past 12, you knew that the announcer had popped downstairs for lunch. <laughs> you could literally go downstairs and have lunch while that was playing. So that was an example of bludge. Great bludge. I did a bit of that at uh, mm. 2 in the morning on the mid-dawns. Uh, but, Rich, you've done so much radio. Surely you've been on the bludge at some point. Oh, yeah, definitely in radio for sure. You know, last night I watched four movies. I reckon that's a pretty good bludge. Wow. That's a bludge. Yep. Four movies back to back. That's insanity. What'd you watch? Come on. Hit the Science of Sleep. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. that any good? Zodiac. Yeah. yeah. Just to line it up some more little children. Yeah. Oh, gee. Fun and night. Kicked it home with Scoop. The new Woody Allen Scoop. one. Scoop. Anyway, that's that's not the bludge I'm talking about. How many of those did the girlfriend make it through you with? <laughs> um, she wasn't around. That's probably why I needed the ah, entertainment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've made your choice. <laughs> and the right one. <laughs> All right. I don't know that just watching no, four movies constitutes bludging. Have you been bludging it, Cavalier? Well, no, Tone. No, I work constantly. Yeah, that's uh, right. As you know, uh, most of the time, most of my bludging days were at the video store. Yeah, yeah. When it, was, uh, too, when it rained, we'd get really, really busy. So what I'd do is I'd close the shop. Uh, for 20 minutes or so just to get my head back in order. <laughs> and what would you do with that? I'd watch an episode of Men Behaving Badly and or a, an old Faulty Towers and have a Cornetto. And Man. I'd just kick back for 20, let people really start slamming on the doors, then I'd open it up and go, all right, come in, get your Sex in the City DVDs. <laughs> Wiping Freddo Frog off your face. <laughs> Another 20 minutes wasn't going to hurt you. They're still putting it about. Someone who likes to have a bludge is the prize king, but don't worry, because oh. explain who's joined us in the studio today, Rich, who's oh, sitting over in the corner. Uh, today we have uh, Aaron. So Hello, Aaron. Shout out. Hello. Well done, Aaron. A competition winner, is that right? Uh, that's right. Uh, Aaron, you got... You want to dance off. Uh, um, you got your... Uh, am I leading? <laughs> you are. Um, Aaron, you got your seat here in the studio um, by giving some money to charity? Yes, the um, Alfred Hospital Father's Day appeal. There you go. Okay, so Father's he's done Day a good appeal. deed. But forget that. Mm. The charity has been for this show, as far as I'm concerned. He's brought in prizes for the prize king to give away. Let's hear about him, Ed. Yeah. 
this, ladies and gentlemen. Thankfully, Aaron's brought some stuff because I've got nothing. Who likes Caddyshack on VHS Special Edition? You do. You've got it. Steven Seagal, Thunderbox, song songs from the Crystal Cave. It's all yours. It's an interactive DVD. There's a song called Lollipop and Stevie Wonder does a harmonica solo. How about the Action Collectors Triple Pack? Steven Seagal, Two Day You Die, Half Past Dead and Belly of the Beast. Three discs, three movies, no entertainment. Oh, that's fantastic. That is That one, Today You Die with Steven Seagal, is a particularly poor entry in the oeuvre. So really? that's good to have. And the Caddyshack Special Edition. I love a special edition on VHS. So do I. <laughs> Isn't that a thing of beauty? It really is. Call us up. Tell us about your bludging. One triple three five three. Yes, Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. Spot the difference these days. That's the new radicals here. Get this around the nation on Triple M. Where today we're asking, have you been having a bludge? Bludge. That song is itself an example of bludging. Can't hear the join. Uh, <laughs> we've got bludges on the line from all points around the nation. Who's going first? G'day, Matt. G'day, how you going, boys? Excellent. Talk us through your bludge. Uh, I used to work for Ansett in the day, um, mm-hmm. and uh, every Sunday shift it used to kick off at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, first flight didn't come in until 8.30, so I'd uh, pass time by watching a bit of TV, having a bit of a nap. Oh. And then uh, head home at 10 o'clock. Fantastic. Oh. Bludge. That's the bludge. Good on you, Matt. I wonder why they went on that. And, uh, <laughs> and tell me, Matt, uh, what do you? What we think that we might have landed some of the couches from the Ancestors <laughs> Departure Lounge in our house because they're amazingly aqua. Uh, did you nick anything on your way out? Uh, no, unfortunately, um, I've knocked off a bit of stuff before it crashed. But, Good man. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was unlucky missed out. Yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah. great. I can feel a crash coming quick. Get as much stuff into the boot as you can. There's Bob Anzet as well. I'll have one Help of these. Help us with that. Help us with this desk. Thank you, Matt. Well, okay. blood. Very well. Six solid hours of bludging. Good job. Hey, hey, what about a price for that man? Oh, hey, no, uh, Matt, 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 Matt. You there? Yes, mate. Didn't want to get behind it. No, no. Well, <laughs> no, fair enough. Uh, Caddyshack VHS, Steven Seagal uh, music or Steven Seagal DVD. Uh, Seagal DVD, love the ponytail. Oh, oh the you know. triple pack, Seagal. Very nice. We need some more of them. Good on you, Matty. Uh, g'day, Chris. How are you? G'day, boys. How's it going? Excellent. Talk us through your bludge. Yes, well, I started my bludging in the building industry where I worked yeah. on uh, uh, in Sydney, my little Darling Harbour. Yeah. yeah. We coined phrases like, out the gate for 48. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's the other one I was thinking of? Oh, God, come on, boy. We're on national radio. Work, work. Think about it. Sorry, boys, I lost it. And no, he just take a break from bludging. No, that's fantastic, man. I'm sorry, we just woken you up. That's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I did nick a lot of gear from that job, too. Oh, good work. Now, you've turned into a Dalek, which is nice as well. <laughs> yeah. Well done. No one likes to see a Dalek on the bludge. Now, Chris, what are you into, man? Steven Seagal Music or Caddyshack on VHS? Uh... Nothing with barge ass written on it. Yeah, all right. Yes, give you a all right. Ass. We've got a barge ass for you. Good on you, Chris. Uh, and I thought he meant Stephen Sagal just for a moment there. <laughs> G'day, Morgan. How are you? Hi. Love you both. Love the show. Thank you very much, and thank you for excluding Richard. That's very uh, good. Well, that's great. That's talk great. Us well, through. He's actually he's very handsome. No, he's not. Oh, now, uh, what are you basing that on? The bus stop advertisements for your show. Oh, oh. are you in Brisbane? Yes. Has anyone seen Bead the one near you, Morgan? <laughs> Has anyone seen what? C and bead. Add a C and B to Richard's forehead. Oh. Oh, not that I've seen. Yeah, okay, well, well you'll, you'll, you'll be keeping an eye out now. Yeah, something to do. <laughs> uh, kids, if you're listening. So, Morgan, Morgan. talk yes. us through your bludge. 
Well, recently I was pregnant, and uh, when you're pregnant, you get very tired, and my job was to read a lot of uh, court briefs in my job, mm -hmm. and uh, I used to pretend to read them by, while actually leaning my head on my hand with my elbow on the desk. So it looked like I was working very hard, but I was actually sleeping. Fantastic. Oh, yes. I often do that for the second hour of the show, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode's where you could actually hear that going on in here. Works a treat. The only problem was I thought I was getting away with it and I thought I was very clever, but actually everybody knew what I was doing. <laughs> right. The snoring, uh, the sleepwalking. So, Morgan, <laughs> what would you like? The D oh, no, the, the, the Stephen Seagal music or Caddyshack on VHS? Well, can I uh, hang off what the last guy said and get a barge? No, oh, right, barge. Oh, I can't believe people are preferring barge <laughs> to Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah. I can understand the Thunderbox decision. <laughs> all right. Well, who has it? Who has a video player anymore? We do. We thank do. You, all thank of you us very have much. VHSs in yeah, here, perfectly a... preserved and maintained. Yeah. Well, there you go. If I leave one for you, then you can watch it. Bakelite <laughs> cylinder. All right. Yeah, just get Finally, Morgan's Will. Details. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yourself? Excellent. Talk us through your bludge. Uh, look, I'm a plumber, and so I go from, you know, job to job, and uh, one night after a big night on the gas on a Thursday night, came in Friday feeling pretty ordinary, mm -hmm. went into the yard, picked up my ute, and uh, thought, oh, I'm working near my house. I may as well go home, park yeah. myself on the couch for a couple of hours, Good. and get stuck into some... Uh, Fire down below, Stephen Seagal. Good oh, fire down below. <laughs> that is a solid Aussie blush. <laughs> good on you, Will. Oh, yeah. it, was good, it was good to see a, uh, an EPA agent with such CIA skills. It was just... <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? An EPA <laughs> agent with CIA skills. And it's beautiful. The, he leaves his carbon... I mean, name one thing that guy can't do, apart from time travel, but I reckon he's working on it. He's working. <laughs> he's, he leaves his carbon footprint all over your face. Uh, <laughs> so, Will... What are you What are you into, bro? Steven Seagal music or uh, or Caddyshack on VHS? I'd actually prefer a uh, hand knitted sweater, but okay, <laughs> okay. Richard will be getting to work <laughs> on that right after the show. Cool. Yep. Is a smock okay? <laughs> All right. Thank uh, can I just? Are you still there, Will? Yeah, I'm still here, Just part of our ongoing survey on this show, as a plumber, has the uh, black economy uh, got bigger or smaller since the introduction of the GST? Oh, it's quadrupled in the. Uh Field of teen spirit, I feel. I have no idea what you're talking about. Thank so. you very much. <laughs> How many are people still playing cash for plumbing? Oh, yeah, cash is a great. Get them on the weekends. No one knows. There, there it is. is. There See? Sensational. This, this is the research the government should be doing. Yeah, yeah, the government, yeah, no, it's great. You know, you know, it comes up to you goes, oh, can you do this for us? And go, yeah, cash, mate, the, the foldable one. So, you know, <laughs> if you're a bit of a bogey, you run straight to the pokies with them. Sensational. There you go. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. I mean, am I the only person who remembers that that was why we got the GST I think to so. stop that happening? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Will, thanks very much. Back to bed for you. <laughs> very nice. Uh, hey, stick around because in the next hour oh, of this show, oh. he's back. We'll see if he can. Uh, do a show with our new enforced time limits. It's Gozzy Samson. Get this. Hands up, who's lucky? Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Do what I want because I can. If I don't, because I want to. Nice crackle. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. That must mean that Angus Sampson is here for the second hour of Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, brought to you by Nissan Navara. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Angus. I don't know if you guys know that, but I had a win. You're talking to a grand finalist. What? I, 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 yeah. No, we had a win on the weekend. What happened, Goose? 
I'm, oh, you may or may not know uh, that I am the voice of Melbourne Stone. Oh, <laughs> yes. Making yeah, a big wow. impact. So Making you, a big So impact. which voiceover <laughs> man did you kick the ass off then? <laughs> yeah, um, I think we beat the Manly Seagulls who, yeah, they got. who, who don't have uh, much of a budget. Probably Peter Peters, I think. <laughs> do you remember Zorba, Hollywood and Zorba from the, <laughs> no. from the eight? That, they were, uh, what kind of stuff did they do? Uh, the, well, I, I remember that they used to call rugby league in the 80s. Maybe they did in the 90s, but when I was a kid and... Yeah. Uh, that the one of them, Greg Harley, was a former professional refer, referee. Although yeah. some people would debate how professional he was, hey. allegedly. Hey. Um, and Peter Peters, his sidekick was a uh, was a oh Penny. If you're a Peter Peters fan, <laughs> he was the he was the sportsman. He I think he played first grade maybe right. for Manly. Okay. But I do remember one day they they got up the referee when I was a kid. And I didn't understand what they said, and they and uh, and Greg Hartley said, oh, "Dead set, he'd weigh eight and a half stone, ringing wet." <laughs> okay, I don't know. I, I, no, just, I still don't understand that. Yeah, no. Well, I yeah. think he was suggesting he was skinny and small. I don't know, but I don't. I'd never thought I'd be well, talking about Hollywood and Zorba. Well, to me, <laughs> Peter Peters, the the bar is pretty low for the name drop challenge here. Yeah, on yeah, this. Already, That's what we're going to do today, Guzzy. People love taking you on with the name dropping. Also, we might have some Cockney emo later in the hour. And the ongoing investigations into who uh, tried to assassinate our producer at an intersection yesterday. Yeah. Wow. We're going to find out what, what colour car do you drive, Angus? Uh, royal Blue. Royal blue? Blue. Oh, 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 oh. Well, we what? can't cross you off the list. Impact. <laughs> You're a person of interest at this stage. Oh, get this. Thank you, the Foo Fighters, the Pretender, here on Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. It's the second hour. Angus Sampson is here. Give him something, Rich. <laughs> Very nice. Thanks for coming in, Angus. Oh, hang on. He's uh, <laughs> wearing Zoo magazine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I found Zoo magazine next to Ed's. Yeah. I saw Lunch. you ogling the front of Zoo Magazine, which is Crystal, of course, from Zoo Magazine. Big brother. With uh, what I believe are breasts, but to me look like uh, she's uh, chopped a uh, grapefruit in half and then double-sided it. Rock melon? <laughs> to the front of us. <laughs> Rock melon? Yeah, uh, possibly. That was a huge dessert in my household in the 80s. Rock melon. <laughs> I mean, that is... Do you with eat what? With, yeah. With, with anything on it? Uh, maybe some ice cream. Glassy um, cherries? What... what may, would people know what we're talking about? Is it cantaloupe? Is yeah, it yeah, yeah. Rock melon as well. Yeah. So what would they do? Just yeah. half a cantaloupe? Yeah, half a rock melon, and um, and I'd have to get it off the skin myself. Um, really, not even it, cubed up for you? No, this is this this is the, the tough life I had, yeah. <laughs> uh, the tough teen. And um, I used to think this is before I was um, versed in eating that um, the most luxurious dessert you could have was scoops of rock melon. Yes. Oh, I love how you're illustrating it by just pointing to Crystal on the front <laughs> of the zoo. <laughs> I went to scoop them out of her uh, yes, inner the, side. The booty bank works for illustrating foodstuffs as well. Uh, oh, yes. Have you well, seen the booty bank? Goods? What's the yeah, booty bank? Well, you talk amongst yourselves and I'll show it to you in a minute. You, you take your, uh, a photo of your own ass. Mm. Uh, the ladies, obviously, yeah. this is what they want. Uh, and you send it in to the booty bank, and every week interest accrues. Sure. Uh, as the, it's like the Dolomites. <laughs> <laughs> and we're trying to challenge our listeners to send, uh, you know, a bloke's ass in, try and smuggle a bloke's yeah. ass into Someone the booty bank. Who might have a feminine. Sure. A, a, f- a petite uh, seat. Yeah. Sure. A petite uh, derriere. Let me ask you this, though, guys. How are we going to know that it's our gentleman? Yeah. Well, uh, well. Then get this watermark is the answer. There's a picture of picture of Richard's face that I drew on the internet. What mm. you have to do is you have to get a mate to draw Richard's face on your ass, mm. take the photo, send it in. Are you surprised that we've had no bites as yet? 
Not and enough hoops. And of course, luckily, Zoo Magazine don't have a radio in their office, so they have sure. no idea what we're up to. Uh, but of course, people have been calling. I should just point out our producer, Nikki, in case uh, you've just tuned in, was in Melbourne yesterday. She was at an intersection. Someone just <laughs> drove up, smashed their car into the side of hers, and then drove away before she could get uh, any details. She only had time to scream these words. Assault! Assault! <laughs> You touched me, officer. Sorry. Okay, so we're looking for so a light. Drunk, Nikki. What was that from? <laughs> that's from Police Ten Seven across the Tasman, New Zealand's oh, that's your, that's version of cops. You can I'm, see it on Foxtel. I'll be surprised if I didn't watch the credits that you're involved in that program. <laughs> a lot of my relatives have shown up tutoring the drunks, <laughs> giving the drunks line reads. No, no, more offended on assault. More offended. But uh, now what we're looking for is a light blue car with a bit of a ding along the driver's side. Obviously, Melbourne would be where the suspect's yeah, hanging out. Sure. Trouble is, you say something like this, you get this amateur radio vigilante justice going, mm. and, of course, it's cat amongst the pigeons. People with uh, light blue cars are calling up, panicking, going, I'm, I'm thinking it might be me. I've got out and checked my car. <laughs> Maybe we could get the Guardian Angels on the toilet. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the, oh, yeah. the, the Aussies sort of... Uh, Did they have berets? Maroon Red berets. berets. Or, or, yeah. Sorry. Maroon berries. Were they Cerise or... No, they were Cerise. I do stand corrected. They were Cerise. We'll get the colour charts out during the song. (laughs) And they used to just walk around... Train stations. Yeah, being nuts. With um, oversized T-shirts with the sleeves rolled up to get the sort of hem that you get on pants. Tough guy hem. On the end of the T-shirt. And they had a lot of uh, Madonna-esque sort of... um, Lucky Star era. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. B.A. Baracus jewellery on. <laughs> yep. um, and uh, they would just be a presence mm. uh, on trains, ensuring that nobody that shouldn't have been bashed got bashed. <laughs> they allowed, they okay. allowed the deserving ones. Yeah, to... he's cleared for bashing. Fine. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> he's and okay. how did that end up? Are they still going? Well, not, not enough gangs these days actually coordinate a uniform. Like, like the true. Guardian Angels or like sure. the film Warriors, where they have oh. a particular motif and a style. We're going to mm. be the clowns, okay? So they dress up Can as we clowns? not be the clowns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know for a fact, um, I mean, I grew up in um, Sydney. Yes, uh, true. Before, and, and, and northern New South Wales in Armidale. Mm. And um, there was the uh, Campsie Reds, mm. uh, who are, I probably won't have a car out the front uh, <laughs> now that I've mentioned them. Tough, tough guys. Uh, hello. Yes, very tough. Very yeah. tough. Wear a lot of red, did they? I think they wore, I don't, I don't want to give a... Give, you know, give them away. Their cover to the yeah, cops. Sure, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But I think they had a red bandana on. Yeah, uh, see, the, where street think, gangs go wrong yeah. to me is, and youngsters take note, less with the butterfly knives and more with this. Do you want to see more, more gangs? Is that, your, is that man with the golden gun? More dance fights, mate. West Side Story. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that I was in West Side Story when I was 15? Wait, who did you Big Deal. I was Big Deal who... I think I was a token. I think I'd hit puberty early. Like, what can we give this guy to sing? I wasn't good enough for tonight or somewhere. And then I watched the movie version and Big Deal sings... Uh, get cool, boy. Yeah. Boy, boy, crazy boy. You see? Get cool, boy. Now you're a scary gang member. But <laughs> now you don't in, need knives. In the stage version, they, I didn't get to sing that. They were like, oh, no, this is the stage version. Uh, I'm like, so all I got to do was say, you know, three or four lines in the whole thing, but I showed them years later. Yeah. <laughs> and that was known for the production where the... Um, 
guy who shoots Tony, the yeah, shark, in exactly. our production, we were 15 at the time, mm. when he ran out on stage to shoot Tony, uh, maybe his name's Chico, yeah, because yeah. because Tony sleeps with Maria Chico's ex-girlfriend, um, the Puerto Rican, goes <laughs> to shoot Tony, who is, of course, uh, Romeo in the uh, modern-day yeah. version of Romeo and Juliet. And the gun didn't work. Oh, and, that's always good. And this boy goes, David goes, bang! Oh, bang! <laughs> and everyone laughed. Uh, everyone just went, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The but, toughest um, look of all. Gangs, yeah. But uh, uh, there was a gang that existed in... Um, in Melbourne, that my that Lee, my friend Lee, Lee oh, told me about. Yes, the Ted Mulry gang, terrified. Want <laughs> <laughs> to get them offside? I, I, I can't possibly top that. Oh come on! We'll get to more gangs and we'll get to name dropping next. On get this. <laughs> All right. Yeah, have another go. Get it right this time. Thank you very much to Cranberries here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, where Angus Sampson is sitting in for this hour. Uh, we've had a lot of people calling up about uh, whoever it was who sideswiped our producer's car, leaving only a telltale trace of blue paint. Mm. Someone, uh, Joe, calls up, reckons a uh, speedy smurf on a bender. Okay. Are they doing a film version of that? Tony? Speed Racer. Of Speed Racer. Or they are doing Speed with Racer. With Emil Hirsch. Yeah. Speed Racer. They are well, doing Speed Kit Gurry's in it as well. No, your, he's not. Your mate. Yes. Kit yes. Who's Kit Gurry playing? That, the uh, ex, the, the bad guy? I don't know. He's got a small role in it. But uh, it's the Wachowski brothers. Garage days. Oh, fantastic. Oh, and, of course, this is an interesting thing. You know how if you go to a Wachowski brothers movie, sure. their credit is always not... Larry no, and who's David? the other one? No, that's Larry, Larry David. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Charles. I think it's Charles. La it's Larry Charles. It it's Anna another now? person oh, from Burger Enthusiasm. La Leisure Suit? Larry, Larry no, and the what? other one, Wachowski. It doesn't say that. Andy, I think it is. It's, isn't it Anna now, though? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. See, one of them... Well, that's no, right. the credit normally says the Wachowski brothers. Mm -hmm. So because one of them is now a woman, mm. Larry is now Lara Wachowski. Yeah, yeah. How does that work? In the credits, they're just going to say the Wachowskis. Oh, that's okay. all right. Yeah. So that's what the credits will say on Speed yeah. Racer. Yeah. I went to their offices <coughs> yes. in, at Warner Brothers. Oh, good name drop, Goose. Getting good. off early. Good segueing into the it. name Let's drop. Do well, it, if I don't say anything. Yeah, no, I'm on the your hours up, and then I go home, and my girlfriend would be like, "Oh, you didn't talk." I'm like, well, <laughs> that, "I don't think that will ever happen, Angus." <laughs> Sorry, Goose, I interrupted. No, no, no. You're at the office. I went to their office. Uh, Joel Silver pays their rent yes, uh, at Warner Brothers. They have a, a lot there, and um, uh, you go in, and um, you know, like anyone has an office, like you guys here, presumably. Mm. Um, but their office, you walk in at uh, Joel Silver's office, and there's a life-size predator. Oh, oh man. Wow. Fantastic. There's a life-size... Oh, just on reception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> can really see through those guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. And uh, without, the, without the helmet, so yeah. you can see the fangs. It's very tense when Carl Weathers comes in. <laughs> <laughs> there's two... Um, there's two life-size Hugo Weavings. Oh, fantastic. Wow. Only two. Yeah, there's two, like Agent Smiths. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a life-size Keanu mm -hmm. um, and a life-size Viva Vendetta. Fantastic. Oh, sure, it's not just Keanu. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 but you can... Um, you can, uh, well, they're all there. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful... It's an ult the ultimate in, you know, boy... Boy, yeah, I can kind of, imagine. Wow. Yeah, like, and I mean, when I say life size, they're bigger than humans. Um, and uh, all their posters of Joel's yeah. films, um, you know, all the way back to Last Boy Scout. And, yeah. Uh, wow. 
in beforehand. But um, <laughs> the Wachowskis. That's how they say, are now, yep. They, you know, they were they were actually responsible for um, this this dodgy film or whatever, The Invasions, The Body Snatchers. Oh, the one called... Has that come out here? I think that's been shelved uh, well, for a while, so to speak. Well, McTeague, their former AD who worked on Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who got promoted through... Directing uh, to V for Vendetta. Yeah, well, he... he, he he was sort of like the second AD on Matrix and then the first AD being assistant director and the first assistant director um, went home or pulled out for personal reasons and um, they promoted, they kept promoting James. Oh, so he sort of white-handed his way to the top Marsland style. Yeah, very Richard Marsland is what I'm suggesting. But and, you're, uh, you're saying they got him to do reshoots on this film Invasion with Nicole Kidman and... Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Because... Um, because the... the sh- what they delivered they didn't feel was, no. um, you know, v- commercially viable or as big as it could be. And, um, and but it didn't but work very well, though, did no, it? No, it didn't. Unfortunately, the it didn't. Being appalling. James couldn't save it. But, okay. um, there he's there, he's shooting, um, they kind of don't direct, direct, but they they do at the mm. same you know, they don't need to be director credited anymore. They're yeah. kind of just a presence. And, um, sure, they they, but just they shot that in Berlin. So, yeah, Kit Gary had a small role in it. All right. Hey. Have you been I've mentioned his name twice now. Have you been? <laughs> now, of course, the important thing well, during Gary this... fans will thank you. Yeah. Hello, yeah, <laughs> sir. Uh, what we need is, have you got a tally of those names? We've had Those's Joel cute. Silver. We've yeah. had Keanu Reeves. Predator. We've had the Predator. Do you go with me? The Wachowski brothers. Yeah. Is that a record for Guzzi in one segment? It's five or six. Pretty good. Pretty good. Kick Gurry. Kick Gurry got in there twice. I mean, and he's he's amazing. He's up there with Matt Newton. So Lee Winnell. There's another. Here's how it works, listeners. You call up and you just drop a celebrity name, a living celebrity, and Guzzi has either worked with them met him, mm-hmm. knows him, or we can get to that celebrity in as few links of the chain as possible. Call now. Take the Angus Sampson name drop challenge. One triple three five three. Nothing I want, nothing I need. Cheap trick here. Get this around the nation on Triple M. Col- Angus. Col- no, Col- Chisel. Col- Chisel. I'm sorry. I'm so confused. I've been on the phone canvassing names. Some of the names that are coming at us. I did say living, didn't I? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Vasco da Gama. You did say ha- Has uh, Angus ever worked with Vasco da Gama? I'm opposed, sorry for opposed. calling cold chisel cheap tree. That's appalling. But we're setting up the Angus Sampson name drop challenge. And I've got to keep these names secret from Angus. Oh, okay. Don't oh, yeah. want to have any advance word on who it's going to be. You're going to either have worked with these people, sure. met them, or we'll get to them in as few links of the chain as possible. Who's going first, Ed? G'day, Rob. G'day, Ed. All right, mate, lay out the challenge to Guz. What about everyone's favourite wrestler-turned-actor, Hulk Hogan? Oh, Hulk Hogan. Have you ever worked with him, met him, Angus? Star of Mr Nanny. Uh, there were a lot of wrestlers in Predator, but that's not good enough. Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando. Wasn't he in The Nanny? Santa with Muscles. Santa with Muscles. Okay. Santa with Muscles. Mr Nanny is the film you're thinking of. Would you accept this, Rob? I mm. bought his autobiography. No. <laughs> a very poor opening. Okay. So did I. Um, no, no, Guzzi did. What about George the Animal Steel? Do you know George the Animal Steel? I have Steel? met Nikolai, Nikolai Volkov. There we oh, go. Well, that's, I mean, he's wrestled against Hulk. That's one link in the chain. Okay. What about uh, the Iron Sheik, Guz? Um, Lee has met him. Okay, now uh, we're getting right, somewhere. No, okay, but, we'll but, accept um, that. Nikolai Volkov, I met it, um, in New York City and I got him to sign a Polaroid. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Of Lou Ferrigno. Of himself. Um, he was wearing a, a very cheap aqua windsheeter. There we go. Oh, that's um, the evidence yeah, we need. Somewhere. That, that's um, definitely him. <laughs> but, um, but 
Hulk Hogan. I did buy his book because um, I opened it just at a random page and it said chapter 72. <laughs> I thought that that was great. Any any book that had in, ex- in excess of 72. Um, Rob, yeah. did you remember that he claimed that he got The Undertaker his start in wrestling? Among other things, he also claimed that he body slammed Andre the Giant, who weighed a thousand pounds and died two days later. Yeah, oh, I saw yeah. that though. That was when he had bad ribs. That was WrestleMania too. But um, yeah, but he died about six years later. It was, but <laughs> okay, um, it was a delayed reaction. But it uh, was. But he. This was chapter seventy-two, the opening. I believe this was the opening paragraph. Yeah. And I may I may be wrong in a couple of dates. Back in nineteen ninety, when I was searching for a, a intergal you know interstellar um, bounty hunter, I needed to find somebody a freak of nature that nobody had ever seen on this planet before. That was the opening paragraph. I read that and went up to the store. Thanks yeah, very much. That's okay. That cut you in. One of well, these, please. I don't know. Okay, that's Angus of... has uh, bought the autobiography. The bar is low. Who's going next? G'day, Richard. How are you? G'day, boys. How are we? We are excellent. Uh, lay it out. Great. Well, I actually didn't hear the living facts, so I was going to say Bill Hicks, but I'm actually going to change it to Vasily from Vasily's Garden. Okay. Well, look, Bill Hicks sort of only died, you know, about... 10, 12 years ago. 1994 or so. Did you ever meet Bill Hicks? I didn't. I forgot to say that Hulk Hogan's real name is Terry. <laughs> yeah, important to know. And what was your second one? <laughs> uh, Vasily from Vasily's Garden, who was on Channel 31 and now graces us on SBS. Yes. Oh, I love 31. Um, I probably have. I don't know. Probably. I mean, Can we accept a probably, Mr. Barslin? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a low bar today. Yes, yes, yes. Bill Hicks, uh, I saw him twice. I saw him in, in Edinburgh and I saw him in Melbourne. What was and that like? He's brilliant. Absolutely amazing. In Edinburgh, he did an hour and three quarters in a circus tent. Just off really? the, pretty much looked did like most of it was off the top of his head. And, and did he, inter- uh, Stephen Wright, the comedian Stephen Wright, says he never uses um, audience. He don't, Why would, you know, if anyone heckles, why would uh, people... Uh, pay to see him perform a oh, routine Bill. that's unrehearsed. People or? were too frightened to heckle Bill Hicks when yeah. I saw him. Mm. There was wow. none of that. Mm. Okay, uh, not a confirmed hit, but, uh, yeah. but a a probably. probably. That's Who's, okay. Probably. Uh, let's go to some ads, and then we'll come back with a higher standard of challenge here. Uh, get this. Get this. You know, this is a homosexual area. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. This is Triple M around the nation. Get this is the program. Angus Sampson is in the hot seat today playing our name drop challenge. Now, who have we got on the line, Ed? G'day, Michael. G'day, guys. How you going? We are excellent. Lay out the challenge to Goose. Well, before I do, I just, I just want to say I remember when this game used to be when the caller actually knew the person as well. So, <laughs> having said that, my, my I'll read challenge... about it on your blog, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> my challenge to uh, Goosey is Norman Yem. Oh, Norman, Norman Yem. Yem. So well, you're, you're saying you've never met Norman Yem yourself? I know I have. I've worked with him for a, for a few years. Oh, no, so we are doing it the All old right. way then. Yeah, yes, there we are. Be. Thank you. So Norman Yem, do you want to explain to the listeners who Norman Yem is? Um. Oh, well. He was in the Sullivans. He was Norm in the Sullivans. He was more famous for the Sullivans, but he's done a fair bit of other stuff too. Yes, we got him to sing uh, R.E.M.'s Losing yeah. My Religion on The Late Show. It was quite terrifying. That's the only That's the only thing I've ever seen him do. Okay. So no connection with none. anyone in the Sullivans or Homicide. He was in Homicide, if you I want to go to back. The, I've been to the pub where they shot at the Su- Sullivans. All right, <laughs> the <then> retreat, <laughs> The Retreat Hotel yeah. in Richmond, Victoria. Yeah. Do you still think this segment has lost it, Michael? 
Uh, I think I think that's really scraping it now. Oh. <laughs> Can we get that bagged up for a promo? <laughs> that's the kind of line we need. Thanks, Michael. Uh, who is next on the line? G'day, Robbie. Oh, hi. Oh, how are you going? Good, thank uh, you. Uh, I'm excellent. Uh, lay it out for Goose. <laughs> Um, I was wondering if she knows Nick Cave, because everybody seems to know Nick Cave from somewhere. Hey, so everybody. You're right. Everyone yeah. went to school with Nick Cave or used to <laughs> had him uh, provide roadside assistance for their car. Everyone's got some <laughs> kind of connection. Maybe he was him. I might have met him at the doll office. Oh, I met him at the doll office. I met him at the doll office. Nick Cave, any connection at all? Sure, we've got a few. Um... He used to be on. He's he's been a guest on uh, Recovery on a music oh, program because yeah, yeah. he's worked with him on the TV. Um, Very nice. Earlier this year, I landed um, in uh, London. Yes, and got a car from Heathrow to where I was staying in Notting Hill. Yeah, and I got out of the vehicle and um, the house I was staying at, the place my uh, residence. There was a gentleman standing at the front gate, and it was uh, Nick Cave. Whoa. And um, and I and he walked past me, and I thought, and I was going to see Grinderman and him perform in a couple of weeks' time from then, and I thought I've got to, I've got to say something, you know, yeah. I've got my bag on my shoulder, and uh, I just um, been listening to Dave Graney earlier. Yeah, that give week. that a ding, I oh, guess. Yeah. That's yeah. the connection yeah. with on your podcast yes. on the way over, and uh, I said, get up. I said, I get Nick. And he sort of stopped and I had the most awkward conversation with him <laughs> that I think I've ever had in my life where I was like, he's like, he, he, didn't, he didn't ask me anything other than like, yeah. He kept saying, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was just, um, I was just with Bruce last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he's well. Yeah. Yeah. He said to, um, yeah. Another and, uh, electrifying uh, celebrity like, encounter, yeah, and I was like, "Yeah," um, and I and I was just listing some names. I, I, I started getting really nervous. I was like, "Oh my god, uh, this must be what it's Dave like." Joel Silver, uh, yeah. Predator. Yeah, so, uh. I just, so I just started listing names. I was like, "Oh," and um, I, I saw Dave last week. He goes, "Yeah." <laughs> I, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> would, would you like a transcript of that conversation, Robbie? We can send that to you if you want. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> That's it, that, that is exactly the conversation. I started working I again when he started talking crap. So. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you very much, Robbie. <laughs> it's the show it, that drives its contestants back to work. <laughs> yeah. That, that was an exact transcript of the conversation. Just motor football field during that. <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, and thank you very much to the previous gentleman for reminding us of the rules yeah. of one of our own segments. Mm. Here's something we can achieve on this program. It's time to take the Get This Emo Challenge. Here's what we're going to do now. We're going to play the latest single by My Chemical Romance, mm -hmm. and then we're going to play our version, and you judge which one you want to be added permanently to the gold playlist here at Triple M. Let's take it away, My Chemical Romance. Thank you, My Chemical Romance. Teenagers here at Get This. Angus Sampson is here. We're going to get you to do the Get This Taste Test. That's oh. the uh, version of the song you'll often hear on the radio. We think it needs to be more cockney. Yeah. So let's now compare it with My Chemical Knees Up. 
there gold neck Clean up your looks with all the lies in the books To make a city's even out of you Cause they say we're gonna keep an eye on your son So they can watch all the things you do The drugs are never what they're gonna give you A smart the rotten methods to keep you clean They're gonna rip up your ace, your aspirations To trace another cog in the murder machine All teenagers scared of living shit out to me They can care less as long as someone will bleed Maybe they'll leave you alone but not me All together now Maybe they'll leave you alone but not me Keep it emo Maybe they'll leave you alone but not me there you go, see. I think that's how it should have been done originally. I can't believe you brought the whole band in. <laughs> it's very impressive. I never knew that was an instrument. Yeah, more slide whistles. That's what they need in the slide email. I, I went to the conservatory and did three years of work. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. We'll tally the votes after this song. Here, get this. Oh, must be time to sign off. Thank you, Diesel. Never miss your water here again. Thank you, Angus, for uh, sitting in for the whole hour. I know it's less talking time than you're used to, but we've got an actual program coming on after us these days. I saw Diesel perform his... um, (laughs) Still uh, trying. Don't you know? It's a crying show. No, um, his first Looking for Love, whatever his first single was, he filmed that underneath Burwood train station. Hey. Barber. And you you. were there. You were there. (laughs) And also, Cole Chisel, when you played them before at school, (laughs) if you listen to the live version of Bow River, track eight on their best of about yeah. 18 seconds in you'll hear someone yell out in the crowd how's it going Crofty and that's you uh, no but uh, <laughs> I know someone called Crofty okay uh, anything to plug Angus when is where the wild things are finally coming out I've no idea October 3rd next year 2008 it's but still I'm, uh, we're filming um, what are we, we've got something coming out next together Ed and okay. on TV oh, yeah, that's do. all Shandon very and, um, well yeah. we don't have time to talk about that we've got to sign off only time for a key phrase thank you Angus today's show has definitely been nice crackle and the aforementioned Dave Graney will be here in person on tomorrow's show and it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara with this huge, huge China hutch. <laughs> I've worked with Dave Graney. There you go. You're before. <laughs> Do you know I love Dave Graney. You know. All right. <laughs> we'll tally the votes after this song. Here we get this. Oh, must be time to sign off. Thank you, Diesel. Never miss your water here again. This thank you, Angus, for uh, sitting in for the whole hour. I know it's less talking time than you're used to, but we've got an actual program coming on after us these days. I saw Diesel perform his... Um, <laughs> Still uh, trying. Don't you know? It's a crying show. No, um, his first Looking for Love, whatever his first single was, he filmed that underneath Burwood train station. Hey. Okay. Barber. And you, you were there. You were there. <laughs> and also, Cole Chisel, when you played them before at school, if you listen to the live version of Bow River, track eight on their best of about yeah. 18 seconds in you'll hear someone yell out in the crowd how's it going Crofty and that's you uh, no but uh, <laughs> I know someone called Crofty okay uh, anything to plug Angus when is where the wild things are finally coming out I've no idea October 3rd next year 2008 it's but still... I'm, uh, we're filming um, what are we, we've got something coming out next together Ed and okay. on TV oh, yeah, that's do. all Shandon very and, um, well yeah. we don't have time to talk about that we've got to sign off only time for a key phrase thank you Angus today's show has definitely been nice crackle and the aforementioned Dave Graney will be here in person on tomorrow's show and it's all thanks to the Nissan Navara with this huge, huge China hutch. I've worked with Dave Graney. There you go, you're before. Do you know I love Dave Graney. You know.